want to move right along now and talk about one of the issues uh, that we have been dealing with for quite some time now. And uh, we, sh- we, we shined a pretty bright spotlight through Michelle Bachman, former congresswoman from Minnesota, who was shouting and trying to make as many people aware as possible of the danger of what the Biden administration was proposing with the World Health Organization just a couple of months ago, back in May. And that was surrendering authority on how to respond to a global health emergency or quote-unquote pandemic to the WHO. Uh, it essentially said that the uh, executive chair of the WHO, Tedros, would would have whoever it is in a given time would have the right to say you should lock down, you should um, f- uh, mandate masking, you should mandate shots, or whatever the case might be. Very very dangerous stuff, and. Um, Now there are calls to just get out of the WHO altogether, and one of those calls is being made by the organization that I represent and I'm very proud to work with, and that's Citizens for Free Speech, a nonprofit 501c3 fighting to protect the First Amendment for all Americans. And that First Amendment or our First Amendment rights are under serious jeopardy from the World Health Organization if we do allow them to uh, make decisions for us uh, rather than our representation in our government. Joining us now to talk about it is the founder and the executive director of this organization, Citizens for Free Speech, leading the fight now nationally to pull the U.S. from the World Health Organization. Patrick Wood joins us on Always Right Radio. Patrick, always a pleasure. We talk all the time, but not all the time on the radio so it's good to have you back good morning bob okay patrick tell us about uh first the who as you see and then we'll get into the specifics of this bill where in which you know we as a as a nation need to say the way it's worded on the on our citizens for free speech webpage, we are done with the who's suppression of free speech what is your impression of the who pat well it's turned into be pretty much a, a dictatorial uh body that wants to control all health on planet Earth. And it goes much deeper than that, but that's the World Health Organization's goal. And Tedros now, you mentioned earlier, is uh, turned into be kind of like the sole authority on declaring pandemics and endemics and health emergencies, et cetera, in the world, uh, even going against their own advisory committee's recommendations and this is a dictatorship. It's turned into a dictatorship. But even worse than that, the World Health Organization has been the prime driver of censorship against their narrative in America and really in the world, but especially in America. That's one reason why, you know, when people want to talk about this on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, they get canceled, can't ask questions, can't discuss it, uh, can't call out any dangers that there might be in it. And the World Health Organization has been corrupting free speech probably for decades, but we see it most intensely now since COVID has started now. Monkeypox is on top of us because of what Tedris has done to declare a health emergency. This has to stop. And, and we should uh, we should we should clarify that too, Pat, because when you talk about it being kind of a dictatorship, the World Health Organization now, here's an example of what we're talking about. The WHO, Director General Tedros, and I don't even try on the last name, took the unprecedented measure of ignoring the agency's special advisory committee to declare the spread of monkeypox a public health emergency of international concern. He said he had to play the role of tiebreaker in what was a, a panel, a nine to six decision. 
a 9-6 to decision against declaring this a global emergency. He, quote, broke a 9-6 to tie. Pat, have you ever seen a tie in which there were three more people voting against something than for something? And then somebody saying, well, that's a tie. I guess I'll break the tie. I've never seen anything quite like that. No, this, this is absolutely ridiculous. He just made an a priori decision and said, to heck with you people, I am declaring, I, me, myself, and I am declaring a health emergency, and you can just stick it in your ear. Uh, this is absolutely outrageous. It's, it's the stuff of which dictators are made. But, uh, but again, back to, the, you know, back to the, the core of it, what you will see now, anybody that dares to bring up something like this, like you just said, well, how can this be a tiebreaker when it's six to uh, you know nine, nine to, to six, six yeah. to nine? Um, it, you you you're going to see people canceled over this. You're going to see uh, Facebook posts taken down. Well, this this is you know they'll say, "Oh, this is fake news. This is conspiracy theory or whatever." It's in your face, but you're going to see the censorship come out against the narrative of people who are going to criticize it. Mm-hmm. This is what's wrong. This is why. We need to fight to maintain free speech in America. These people want to cancel us altogether. Uh, well, there are other organizations, Bob, you know that, that are probably just as bad as the WHO. But if we were able to take the WHO out of American politics altogether, that would send a message of shockwaves throughout the world. Don't mess with the U.S. Just, you know, just leave us alone. And yeah. that's what we're pushing for. That's what this bill uh, H.R. 7806 is all about is simply defunding and uh, getting defunding the World Health Organization and the United Nations and withdrawing from the treaty altogether. Yeah, well, we are obviously the primary funder of the United Nations. We are the primary funder of the World Health Organization. So by simply withdrawing, uh, that alleviates us of any of that responsibility, which would be a huge financial benefit to the American people. You're exactly right. But tell us specifically what 7806 says, Pat, if you can. Well, absolutely. You know, this is just an outright withdrawal from the United Nations, number one. But it also specifically mentions in Section 9. It's a simple bill, by the way. There's not, I think there's only 12 or 13 points to it. Section 9 in particular says repeal the United States participation in the World Health Organization, and it cuts off all funding to them, period. Cold turkey is done. But it's also interesting that uh, H.R. 7806, in different, under different numbers, has been introduced uh, every year since 2015. So this is not a new concept by some legislators to you know, keep this on the, on the, on the front burner. So when, when one bill in one year expires, uh, it is being reintroduced back in. This is a good thing because there's persistence to it and consistency. This time, I hope that it's going to gain traction. And certainly if it is passed in the House and or the Senate, uh, President Biden will not sign it. But come, you know, next uh, this fall when, uh, you know, when the midterms take place, the makeup of the Senate and the House can look a lot different than right now. And very potentially, when 2024 comes around, the White House might look a lot different as well. So it's time to build the momentum for American people to stand up and say, we don't want this here. Listen to us. These people are not our friends. They're not helping us. They're destroying us. Get rid of them. It's your duty. It's your responsibility. Much like, you know, closing the border up, I guess, on the southern border. That's right. You know, quickly stop the invasion. Well, the World Health Organization 
is just one more point of, you know, enemy within the camp sort of thing. And we need to get rid of him. It's time. Patrick Wood is my guest. Patrick is the executive director and the founder of Citizens for Free Speech. And I'll talk more about CFFS in a moment here. But back to the resolution, uh, H.R. 7806. Here's the problem. It's not new, as I understand it. It's not a new bill. This has been languishing for a while. It's been hanging around. It's been introduced and then reintroduced, and it never seems to generate a lot of support in Congress from either Republicans or Democrats. It seems to be pretty, um, you know, pretty pretty much unanimous that no, we're going to stay in the UN. We're going to stay in the WHO. So what we're pushing for here is an uphill fight. Is there any indication that there's you know, leadership or uh, anybody willing to kind of, you know, push this thing publicly that's in a legislative position, not just activists like us. This is where people, uh, citizens of our country, need to stand and deliver, Bob. Um, The people who introduced this, like uh, the the primary sponsor of this was Mike Rogers of Alabama. Um, What Americans need to get behind this now and tell congressmen that they need to support this legislation. This is how things get done. This is how people get moved. And as it is now, for the last several years, pretty much they've been operating in a vacuum. There has not been any public support. Well, that's our job. That's our business is to is to muster public support for things like this well that affect said. free speech. Yeah. Yeah, no, Pat, sorry, that, that's perfectly well said. This is what we do. This is what CFFS does. It musters support. We need, on the local level, everybody, or at least on the very, you know, at the district level, in each district, each house district, in every city, in every state, we need people to, to contact their member of Congress and say, this is what has to be done. You know, it's funny. You, we brought up the monkeypox thing, and we, you know, this, this uh, fake tiebreaker uh, nonsense, and you talked about how they're going to cancel. They are already canceling people who are, who are, I believe, accurately stating what monkeypox is. And that is an STD, because there there are scientific journals publishing that this is 95% of the infected people are being infected through uh, homosexual sexual activity. And and this is scientific journals, not, not, you know, talk show hosts or activists or anybody else. The science says that. So if you say, well, that makes this an STD, and the general population isn't at risk of this, no reason to make this a quote-unquote global health emergency when it is 95% restricted to one particular portion of the population behaving in one particular kind of a way. And I'm not passing any moral judgments on it when I say this. It's, it's, that's what they say is causing this outbreak. But if you post that, that's considered to be offensive. And as you know, Pat, if you're offensive in America in 2022, well, then you have to be canceled. You have to be silenced. You have to be censored. That's right. And just imagine what would happen. Keep in mind all of the fact checkers at Facebook and Twitter and Google and YouTube and so on. Keep, it, keep all those fact checkers in mind because they may say everything. What will they have to say if the United Nations all of a sudden is no longer part of American society. What will they have to say if America withdraws from the United Nations and specifically from the World Health Organization? Will they be able to maintain their fact-checkers with any uh, credibility? Absolutely not. This would, if, this, if it were possible to take us out of the United Nations at this point, it would completely demolish the anti-narrative that we have in America today with all the censorship and cancelship. It would just cut them off at the knees, so to speak. Yep. Yep. 
I think that's well said, and that's important to know. We're talking to Patrick Wood. He's the executive director of CFFS Citizens for Free Speech. Patrick, um, people can find the petition to send this to our specific representatives um, on our uh, action page, our advocacy page at Citizens for Free Speech. You can shortcode it to cffsaction.org, and I want people to do that. Tell everybody what else they need to know about CFFS and about the uh, advocacy we do. Well, I'll tell you, we, we are very much into um, helping local activists throughout the country to learn how to interact in their local community and civic affairs as well as just, uh, you know, reestablishing personal affairs as well. We have a lot of training, uh, various training classes that people can take. We don't charge for them. We encourage people to take training and to, uh, you know, to get locked into other people in their own area so they can kind of join forces, if you will. Uh, the most important thing, I'll tell you, people, all Americans, every single American needs to stand up for free speech. The First Amendment is there for a reason, and that is it is the watershed for everything else that happens in society. If freedom of speech is taken away, if freedom of religion is taken away, if freedom of the press is taken away, if the right to assemble is taken away, we become communist China, technocracy China. This is not acceptable. This is not where America wants to be. We must defend the First Amendment and restore free speech to its rightful place in American society so we can put us back on the right course again. Yeah, and it is uh, it is an uphill fight. There's uh, there's no question about it. There are a lot of very powerful forces pushing back against us, just like there are going to be people who push back against the uh, withdrawal of the WHO and all of our efforts to do that. But uh, as you pointed out, stand and deliver. That's what it takes. You got to be willing to stand up and do what is right, even if it's inconvenient, even if it makes you maybe unpopular in certain circles, uh, even if it if it challenges you in your professional or personal life. You have to be willing to stand and deliver. And uh, that's I use that phrasing, of course, because that's the name of our podcast that we do each and every week, you and I, and we have guests on as well, um, that drops every Friday at noon for people who want to listen to it on all of the different places where you can get our, uh, you can get podcasts on, you know, Spotify, uh, 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 you, you can name them, Pat, you know them better than I do. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify, all, all the regular places that uh, you would expect to consume your podcast. Yeah, and it's important because we keep people up to date with the current events of the day or the week anyway, since we do it once a week. We may increase that frequency coming short, it's coming soon, but but once a week for now, we uh, give you the latest on, on the most important events that are affecting free speech and are affecting you uh, in your communities. And if it's not in your community, it soon will be. We all know that. This is a very, very small country in that regard. What is happening in one place, if it is not stopped and checked, uh, it will spread to another and another, and eventually it's going to come to yours, and you have to learn how to fight back against that, and you have to learn how to stand and uh, and deliver. And, Pat, um, last thing, as we are a 501c3, this is not a, a business, a profit a profit venture. We have a lot of work to do, but it, but it costs money to do it. So we're always looking for donors who are willing to help us make sure that we can continue to inspire and train and organize local activists to make the changes they need to in their communities, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I, we say that everybody can do something, not not everybody can't do everything, of course, but everybody can do something. Some people are able to be very effective local activists. Other people, for whatever reason, may not be, but they may be able to uh, support us financially and to help us to spread our message to the rest of America. Uh, this is a nonprofit organization dedicated to America. We have no other ulterior motive uh, uh, whatsoever. And, um, uh, you know, we're in it. Uh, our membership is in it. We're all together in this uh, uh, in, of a like mind that 
that it's up to us to restore these uh, these freedoms that we have noted in the First Amendment, and we just absolutely have to keep them alive. Yeah, no question about it. If uh, if we don't fight for our freedoms now, particularly those covered under the First Amendment, um, there will be no one to fight for them when they are all taken away. Yeah, I mean, right, right now we still have the ability, limited though it may be at times, we have the ability to fight back until we're canceled or censored or suppressed or stopped. But once we give up, there is no opportunity to fight back anymore. You, now you are just uh, spitting in the wind, uh, and uh, and there's and there's no chance of success. So we've got to yes. do it now while we can. I encourage everybody, and Pat, you and I talk about this on our podcast every time, text the letters CFFS, which stands for Citizens for Free Speech. Text CFFS to the short code, 313131, and uh, you'll instantly get a bounce back with a, a, a link to enter, uh, not enter, but a link to join and become a member of Citizens for Free Speech and make a difference in your community. Contact your local representatives. Contact your congressional representatives, and in particular to, to this conversation, to tell them to support that bill, to support the bill to withdraw from the World Health Organization, H.R. 7806. Uh, it cannot be more more important than what this is. Patrick Wood, CFFS uh, director and co or excuse me, uh, executive director and founder. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. That's Patrick Wood. I'm proud to work with him, proud to work for this organization and support uh, free speech. There is nothing more important. It's funny. I talked to Jim Jordan last half hour about the importance of the Second Amendment. You can't advocate for the Second Amendment unless you have the first, can you? You can't fight for your right to keep and bear arms unless you have the ability to speak out and be heard publicly and to make uh, the information known. If you get canceled and censored, there's nothing we can do about the Second Amendment and nothing we can do to protect any of the others. It is that important. That's why I work with Citizens for Free Speech, and I want you to join if you haven't done it yet. Go to your phone or go to your computer and tap it out, citizensforfreespeech.org, all spelled out, citizensforfreespeech.org. Become a member there. Or text CFFS to 313131. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.